Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is a special festive edition of the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Yes, it's Winterfest time again and uh, it has been one heck of a year and one heck of an event so far. Uh, we've got like still some more Winterfest to go, there's still what's left of today and also tomorrow. So tis the season to be jolly and listen to great music. So for today's Hidden Palace, what way to better enjoy Christmas than with some festive themed games? I will start with a pretty well-known one. I'd be surprised if none of you actually knew about this one, uh, because you probably had to be living under a rock, um, in a cave, on Mars. Uh, so this is Christmas Nights into Dreams, uh, released in November 1996. This game sees you playing through Clarissa's starting level of Spring Valley, which now is more of a winter valley, as the visuals have a more festive theme, and the Idea captures are now sporting Christmas trees. Knights is wearing a red and white outfit rather than their normal purple one, and the music has also changed to a rendition of Jingle Bells, as well as including an a cappella version of the Knights theme. But this game is the gift that keeps on giving as you play through the game and complete the level and boss fight. You'll get to play a matching pairs game, which unlocks various things such as art, music, and more importantly, the ability to play the game as Sonic. While you can only run about on foot, once you get past the level, your boss fight is against a variant of the Puffy Boss, who now looks like Dr. Robotnik slash Dr. Eggman, whichever you prefer. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Winter Wonderman is saying he's never heard of Christmas Nights and Dreams before. Okay, so you and, uh, you and Gum apparently living in caves. Um, hello to everyone in the chat. There are, there are a terrifying amount of you in the chat. I mean, I, I don't have the rundown bot that the other guys use. So I usually do, because I don't, the, the chat isn't usually that busy, but wow, there's a lot of you tonight. Let's see, who have we got? We've got uh, Nicholas Saban, Gum, Eclipse, uh, Jamie, um, who are you? Oh, it's Resident SD, um... Snake of Marley. How good was Radio Redux, though? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> e. Um, yeah, gosh, there is an awful lot of you. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Uh, let's have a music block. So we're going to have a couple of tracks. Uh, we've got from... Um, they're both uh, Nights into Dreams remixes, because I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm fairly sure that some of the stuff I'm going to play tonight has been played at some point over the event. But never mind, let's enjoy ourselves anyway. So from Protodome, we've got The Night Has Just Begun, Under Construction, uh, which is one of my favourite tracks from the uh, Nights Into Dreams OC Remix album, uh, Lucid Dreaming. And then we've got from Sonicu XM, a holiday special for Christmas Nights. So I hope you enjoy those, and I will speak to you guys again after the music break to talk about Home Alone. Mm -hmm. 
outside why not stay in and enjoy some toasty sega tunes special audio content plus prize giveaways to keep you company all weekend long this is winterfest 2018 
And we are back! And that was Sonic XM, a holiday special for Christmas nights. And before that we have from Protodome, The Night Has Just Begun, Under Construction, which is from the Lucid Dreaming OC Remix album. Uh, it's a great album and that is one of my favourite tracks from it. And people are talking about uh, Glitter on the stream for some reason. Um, I like Glitter. Greyfor doesn't. I do. Um, also, uh, just before a holiday special for Christmas nights came out, I used a ident from Winterfest 2018 <laughs> because it was a, a Christmas nights uh, ident. Um, I did do, in fact do that on purpose because I thought it was funny. Um, also because 2020 has been kind of a... a how can I say this without swearing copiously? Uh, an unpleasant year. It's, it's not been fun for most people. Um, but <laughs> Andy Fruit saying, Who believes in me enough to state that I will be the wizard of the trivia competition? I believe in you, I need Fruit. I believe in you. And then... Um, we, <laughs> we had Resident ST saying... <laughs> Uh, no, it was Rick saying, it's not about winning Skyblazer Trivia Contest, it's about surviving it. <laughs> I didn't think my reputation for it was that bad. Oh, wow. Okay, let's talk about, let's like, actually get back to the topic. I'm going to loop my topic. There we go. Uh, next up, we've got Home Alone. Uh, which appears on no less than three of Sega's consoles and two of Nintendo, at least two of Nintendo's ones. Um... I had a version of Home Alone on the Super Nintendo. It wasn't very good, I'll be honest. It was a bit dull. Uh, I've just spied Doan in of the chat telling blatant lies about how our friend Overwolf likes glitter. No, he does not. But it's funny to torment him with it. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> I have been drinking cider, so I'm a bit giddy. Right, so, uh, yeah, Home Alone appears on the Master System, the Game Gear, and the Mega Drive, and in each game you play as Kevin as he seeks to beat the wet bandits, Marv and Harry, as they try to rob the houses in Kevin's neighbourhood. Uh, each different game is, uh, they're all quite different. Um, starting with the Master System, you play through 30 levels, wow, that's a lot of levels, where you need to collect various valuables strewn about the place and put them in a safe located somewhere on the level before time runs out. Each level will have one or both of the wet bandits as they seek to steal the loot, but you'll also find a dog or a cat on each level too. Uh, the dogs will chase away the bandits, making them lose anything that they've picked up so you can get it in instead, but they can also do the same to you. Cats, on the other hand, being cats, will just knock items onto the floor below. Um, yeah, cats cats do that sort of thing. I've, I've had many cats in my life, and yeah, it's the sort of thing they do. Um, the Master System version apparently is quite similar to the Super Nintendo version, which blows my mind, because why didn't they make it similar to the Mega Drive version instead of the Master System? Uh. But yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, the Game Gear and Mega Drive versions have a different plot, as instead of protecting one house at a time, you've got to look after the whole neighbourhood. 
Uh, you'll ride around on a sled, keeping an eye out for the wet bandit's white van. While you do, you can smash into snowmen, where you can potentially get access to things like snowballs and tyres. Okay. Uh, the latter of which lets you get access to items in higher places within the houses. Okay, then. Um, let's have some more music, and then I'll talk a bit more about uh, the different versions of Home Alone. Uh, break this up a bit. Um, so, from Home Alone, we've got Outside. I'll be honest, a lot of the music from Home Alone is not that impressive. Uh, so instead, from uh, we've got a different game with a festive theme. So from James Pond 2, I said Pond, P-O-N-D, uh, we've got Castle Castellations. So enjoy those and I will speak to you after this music break.
a cheap excuse to play James Pond Robocod? Yes. Yes, it was. I do not care. But yes, that was uh, James Bond 2 Robocod Castle Castellations. Um, I considered playing the Amiga version, but this is Radio Sega, so uh, I guess I will behave myself for now. And before that, we had Home Alone on the Mega Drive outside. And yeah, I'm only going to play one of the Home Alone tracks because the music is really not spectacular. So for the next musical break, it, break, it will be completely different. Um, and yeah, James Bond, uh, James Bond is great. If you've not played it, I suggest you do so. That Robocop music screams European platformer. Yes, yes it does. This is not a bad thing. Says the person raised on the Commodore 64. Uh, right. Back to what I'm supposed to be talking about. Uh... So yeah, um, the Game Gear and Mega Drive versions of Home Alone. Uh, you can access any house in the neighbourhood, and if you get there before the bandits, you get a blueprint screen where you can start rigging the place with traps, including blowtorches, tar, ice, grease, and tacks. You know, the stuff in the film. If you get to a house after the bandits, you'll be taken straight to the house level without a chance to place the traps. When you go up against the wet bandits, you'll see three bars on the top right. These uh, are for ammo, loot and pain. Yes, pain. Ammo is for your weapon, loot is for how much loot the bandits have taken so far. Once it's full, you will fail in saving that house. Lastly is the pain meter, which is actually for how much pain you've inflicted on Harry and Marv, though through clever use of traps and your weapon. As you look through each house, you can collect items which you can combine to make new weapons, all of which have different effects. So yeah, survival crafting sims are not new. <laughs> Hashtag Sega did it first. Oh, not really. To win, you need to wait for the police to arrive while keeping the wet bandits from stealing and flooding any of the five houses you have access to. On normal difficulties, this is 20 minutes, while on expert difficulty, it's 40 minutes. So you've got to hold them off for a whole 40 minutes. And yeah, Rick has just put up how many um, platforms James Pond was ported to. It was one of those games where anything that sits still for long enough will have a version of James Pond on it. A bit like Outrun. <laughs> uh, no one's saying, I hope you tell the occupants about the traps. Hard to say. And I was also saying, I love James Pond 3 with all of its cheese puns. Yeah, uh, James Pond 2 uh, was, uh, has been ported to all of the things. I mean, it's, it's had like remasters and everything galore. The first and third ones are relatively ignored, which is weird because they're, they're perfectly fine. Um, I mean, they're not quite as good as James Pond 2, but they're good. But they're not bad games by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, uh, let's have some more music, and then after this music break, we are going to have the already hinted at trivia quiz. You will have the chance to win a Sonic-themed goodie bag. So, I hope you have uh, done your research, I hope you've been listening to my show, because quite a lot of the answers in the trivia quiz will be related to things I've covered on the show. So. We've got some music, we've got from Sonic 06, White Acropolis, Snowy Peak, and then from DGE, Sonic, e, uh, Sonic 3, Breaking the Ice, OC Remix. Yes, it's a nice cap remix, sue me. 
So I hope you enjoy those and get ready for the upcoming trivia quiz. Live shows and the chance to request your favourites. This is RadioSega.net.
and we are back! And that was Digi-E with Sonic 3 Breaking the Ice, OC Remix. And before that we had from Sonic 06, White Acropolis, Snowy Peak. Terrible game, brilliant soundtrack. Right, so it is quiz time! Yes, for your chance to win a fantastic Sonic-themed goodie bag, which contains the following items. Sonic Boom stickers, a Sonic Tubs, which I think is the, the um, rubber duck, the Sonic theme rubber ducks, two Sonic pens, a Sonic face mask, a pin badge, and a Supersonic HWA CD. In order to win, you have to correctly answer the following five fiendish questions. I will read out the questions, and then I will play a short music break. Well, it's probably my same normal music break, you know what I mean. And you will have until the end of the music block to private message me on Discord with your answers. If you are on the Radio Sega Discord, I am Skyblaze in a Pear Tree. You will see me on the right hand side under show hosts. Otherwise, you can message me through Discord. I am Skyblaze42 hash 5499. That's Skyblaze42 hash 5499. The person with the most correct answers by the end of the music block will win. In the event of more than one person getting all of the answers correct, I don't think that's ever happened before, but it could, uh, I do have a tie break. Do not send answers until the music break starts. Okay? First question. What was the project name for the Mega 32X? What was the project name for the Mega 32X? Question 2. What was the first Sega console to have an officially licensed mouse peripheral? What was the first Sega console to have an officially licensed mouse peripheral? Question 3. What console was available for home rental in Japan? What console was available for home rental in Japan? Question four. In what year was, the, was Sega's last console discontinued? In what year was Sega's last console discontinued? Question five. In Virtua Striker 3, you can unlock a special Sonic football team consisting of Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, and Eggman, along with some Chow. But who is their manager? In Virtua Striker 3, you can unlock a special Sonic football team consisting of Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, and Eggman, along with some Chow. But who? is their manager. Okay, that's all five questions. I'm not going to um, say the tiebreaker and, and, unless I get um, more than one correct, uh, set of five correct entries. If nobody gets all five of them right, it's whoever gets the most. Okay, so I'm going into the music break now. I will, po uh, I will post the questions into the Discord, and I think Twinny's going to put them on social media as well. You have starting from now. 
to get your answers in. You're locked in to Radio Sega's Winterfest 2020.
Right, so, so far, several people have four correct answers. No one's got all five yet. I'm very disappointed in you all. Um... Yeah, uh... Lost a track somewhere. Hold on. Yeah, the one that everybody's got wrong. Should I tell you that? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna have to deploy the um, the tiebreaker because several people have got four of them right. Nobody's got five. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to deploy the tiebreaker and the first person to get to me with the correct answer to that will win. It's less fair than I would like, but you've disappointed me, my good friends. So tiebreaker question then. In the game Days Before Christmas, there is a level select cheat code. What is it, and what does it mean? In the game Days Before Christmas, there is a level select cheat code. What is it, and what does it mean? So, the first of the people who have got four answers right. You know who you are. I told you if you had four answers right. The first of you lot to get to me with that and we have a winner and the winner is Rick so congratulations to Rick um, who has won the Sonic uh, goodie bag and I need from saying I have a feeling it was the discontinued question and yes it was I'll read out the answers for you I'll loop my talkpad first I'll read out the answers uh, but congratulations to Rick first of all you win the Sonic themed goodie bag uh, if you can message Green Viper uh, he will be able to get that posted over to you um, but I'll read out the answers so, the project name for the Mega32X was Project Mars. The first Sega console to have an officially licensed mouse peripheral was the Mega Drive, which was released in 1993, and that was in fact covered in an episode of Hidden Palace. What console was available for home rental in Japan? It was the Dreamcast, and it came in a briefcase-style carry case that was also covered in an episode of Hidden Palace. In what year was Sega's last console discontinued? 
It was 2011, and it was the advanced Pico Bina. And I did talk about the Pico in an episode of The Hidden Palace. In Virtua Striker 3, you can unlock a special football team for Sonic, uh, who is the manager. That was Yuji Naka, which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, for the tiebreaker in the game Days Before Christmas, there is a level select cheat code. And that is Bara, B-A-R-R-A, a Swedish word that refers to a Christmas tree dropping its needles. Um, what's really, really funny to me is that um, Green Viper actually messaged me saying, so I'm not trying to enter, but uh, the um, the thing about uh, the, the discontinued console, that's 2011, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so even though he, he got it right, even though he wasn't entering the contest and he was the only one that did, that was quite funny. Anyway, let's have some more music. Uh, actually, no, let's not have some more music. Let's talk a bit more. Um, so I'm going to loop my talk bed. There we go. It was still the last console to be discontinued, which was how I phrased it. But in what year was Sega's last console discontinued? You all fell for it! I laugh in all of your faces! Um, and I maintain my uh, reputation for setting fiendish quizzes, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> anyway, so I, uh, I mentioned from the tiebreaker uh, days before Christmas. Now, when you think of Christmas, you often think of a jolly fat man in a red suit, because thank you, Coca-Cola. Um, before that, Santa or Father Christmas or St. Nicholas or whatever you want to call him was in green. Yeah, that's true. Look it up. What you don't tend to think about, though, is an angry bearded man in a business suit. But this is what you get in Days Before Christmas which is a game released, as far as I can tell, only in Australia in 1994. You control Santa as he seeks to save Christmas from an evil mouse called Luis, uh, uh, who has stolen all the kids' presents and scared all the elves away. In this platformer, you travel around collecting presents, freeing elves and attacking various creatures that try to stop you from spreading your Christmas cheer. Your basic attack has you throwing magic dust, but you can also stomp on energies by pressing jump twice. Okay, a bit of violent Santa, but alright. Uh, so the, the angry business suit business. From various collectibles such as presents, extra health, uh, in the form of Santa hats and a Santa face that gives you an extra life, you can also come across a cup of tea. Apparently Santa is more of a cocoa guy, as drinking tea turns him into the anti-claws. Uh, the aforementioned business-suited angry version of himself. <laughs> In this form, he attacks with his bag of presents, and because this form doesn't care for Christmas, you can't actually pick up any of the presents. Alright. I guess. Okay. So let's have a couple of uh, music tracks. We've got From Days Before Christmas, we've got Magic Factory, and then, just for something a bit different, we've got from Shining Force 3, 
the Witch of the Snowy Mountain. Enjoy those, and I'll be back after the break for a special festive edition of the Chiptune Corner.
You're locked in to Radio Sega's Winterfest 2020. Snow, shows, and Sega all weekend long.
was from Shining Force 3, it was The Witch of the Snowy Mountain, and before that we had from Days Before Christmas, Magic Factory. Uh, if you're interested in finding some more about Days Before Christmas, uh, the voice of video on demand is available on the Radio Sega uh, Twitch channel, where my husband Grey4 was playing it like, earlier this week. It feels like this week has been six hundred. last week, this week, I don't know, it's like been six million years. Anyway, Chim Chim Corner then. Um, I was fretting a bit about what to use for Chim Chim Corner, uh, but helpfully uh, C64 Audio on Twitter swooped in to save the day, and a um, posted a link to SID effects, SID effects, to help her provide a free album of chiptune music that has a Christmas theme. So that was great, thanks, for that. Uh, thanks very much to them. Uh, I'll post a... Uh, the album's free, um, so definitely worth having a look at. I'll post a link to it in the Discord chat. So I'm just going to play one track from it because I don't want to be here all night. I don't want to pull a Rexy. <laughs> I love you really, Rexy. So this is from um, Ryan. I'm not sure how to pronounce his surname. Owehand? Owehand? Uh, yeah, I'm getting counter memed. I deserve that. Uh, this is uh, Ryan Overhand Christmas Remix One Horse Open Sleigh. And hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think. And I'll be back after this uh, to close out the show.
main other hand, uh, Christmas Remix One Horse Open Sleigh. I think that's a really good one. I recommend you check out the other tracks on that free album. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, be sure to stay tuned because still to come, we've got Journey into Dreams with Dr. Scottnik and a last call set from Opus Science Collective. And of course, we've got a fourth day of Winterfest content for your ear holes tomorrow. So be sure to check out the schedule on the site for more details. I've been Skyblaze, and this has been the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega for Winterfest. I hope everyone takes care. Uh, one last track to go out on, we've got from Virtual Fighter 5, Final Showdown, Snow Mountain Wolf. I hope everyone enjoyed the show tonight. Please let me know what you think. If you have any ideas for topics you want me to cover next year on Hidden Palace, please let me know. Thanks a lot. Again, I've been Skyblaze and this has been the Hidden Palace. Have a great Winterfest and a great Christmas. Good night, everyone. Enjoying the Winterfest? Why not keep listening to Radio Sega once it's over? There's plenty of live shows, and you can even request your favorite music from our playlist. You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.